So uh, we want to welcome you guys this morning. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday morning to be here with us um, during the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, we always try to have food and snacks and stuff because that's the only reason why I would come. Um, so just being honest. Uh, no, I, I love that, uh, again, that you guys, for most of us in here, um, I, I see tons of faces that I know and, and I know your kids. Uh, and, and I feel like so many of you in here are, are already so heavily involved uh, in what we're doing and just so on board um, with Green Student Ministry and, and the things that have been happening uh, for the last couple years now, really. Uh, and it is a joy to be able to serve you guys and to serve your students um, and you as families, hopefully just pointing your kids towards Jesus. Uh, and it's a lot of fun because we get to work together. Um, and so for those of you maybe that this is your first time in here, I'm Adam, um, and I'm the middle school director uh, and this is Ryan, our high school director. Hey, everybody. Hey, I want to thank you for being here, um, especially for those of you who are in the room and you go, I just have a high school student. It's that the nature is to say, hey, my high school kid kind of does their own thing and they're responsible for themselves. But thank you for being here. It's, it's, it's awesome to see when parents of high school students come to these uh, because you want to be informed. And if you're a parent of a middle school student, please keep coming back because there's incredible opportunities to hear what's happening, but also for Adam and I to get to know you as well. So uh, thanks for being here for this. Yeah, and uh, the other person that we wanted to introduce, we have a new um, student ministry administrative assistant, uh, and she's all the way in the back. She's sitting down. Her name is Ramona. Uh, hi, Ramona. Uh, Ramona has jumped on our team uh, here in the last last month or so, really, uh, and has been doing a great job. So there is just so much information that comes through student ministry and goes out that I it's like drinking from a fire hose trying to learn this position and trying to really corral the two of yeah, us. Right. Um, that's probably the most difficult part of the job. And so I'm sorry, Ramona, but we're really glad that you're here. Um, thank you for dealing with us. So so yeah, so with that that is our team. Um, right now, and, and you guys know our vision for students, um, and if you haven't heard it enough, I'm going to tell you again, it is that every student would be known, that they would become encouragers, they would learn to give encouragement, um, and that they would become ultimately kingdom workers, that outside of this building is where they're living their faith out the loudest, um, in their schools, on their sports teams, wherever they're at, that they would be so in love with Jesus that the people around them, that their friends around them could not help but notice the way that he has impacted their lives um, and the way they're just consistently um, giving their time and their life away to serving and building God's kingdom. And so that's our hope for students. Um, and we want to partner with you as parents who are already teaching so many of these valuable things in your home, um, and we want to help you. And so that is our, that's our hope and our purpose and our vision for Green Student Ministry, that whenever they walk out of here, whether they've been here 6th through 12th grade or they just show up as a senior even, that they would walk out of here with a greater understanding of who Jesus is um, and then how that impacts them and the world around them. So let's get into um, a little bit of, of what yeah. kind of transpired uh, last semester. Ryan, why don't you just quick kind of give us a recap of, of fall for high school. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the great things that, that we do, obviously, in the fall that a lot of you know um, are small groups. And this year, um, we, when, when Adam and I looked at small groups last year, uh, what we really wanted to do was encourage students to commit and to be a part of it and to not be wishy-washy and to say, hey, this is something that I'm going to be a part of and I may have to make sacrifices um, in my life and in my schedule. And let's be honest, parents, for you as well, you say, and I have to make some sacrifices because if my child is a freshman or a sophomore, I have to get them there. Um, but we really set a high bar and called students to a, a, a standard of commitment. And last year, um, we had 100 students in high school sign up for small groups. And we looked at that and we go, wow, that was amazing. God did just incredible things and in encouraging students through this Holy Spirit. And this year we saw a 26% increase in our small group uh, participation. And so God blew our minds once again. And so I want to say thank you um, to, to parents for encouraging your students. Hey, don't forget you have small group. Hey, make sure all of the things that you know would interfere with that. Thank you for helping uh, your student connect in a small group um, with their peers and with adults who care deeply about them and push them in the direction of Jesus. And so that was one of the big highlights. The other thing is we had our, uh, our w winter retreat called All In. 
Um, and it was just a, it was a spectacular time for our students to connect with one another, to really take that small group. It's kind of the last thing that we do of the semester um, that really pushes small group forward. And I really think that what we experienced there, the conversations that students had, um, the interactions that they had with their small group will pay huge dividends as we look ahead um, to the spring and what's going on. And then the last thing that we did that was really exciting, and, and here's where I want to challenge you, parents. Um, all of you, at one point, will have a senior. I know that for some of you, you're like, that's six years away. Like, that's forever away. But don't, it, talk, don't talk to me about right? that. I'm but it cry. is coming, and it will happen, where you will look at your son or your daughter, and you will say, this is the last year, um, potentially, that you will live in the house before you move off to school or whatever is next in that season of life. Um, and we just got back. Um, from an incredible event that we do called the Passion Conference. Um, yeah, we, we put it on. Yeah, yeah right. No, we, we, yeah, we, we, did, we did not. We just attended. Um, but this is one of those conferences that is strictly for seniors. Um, and so we went to Washington, D.C. They had it at four locations. Um, and we went to Washington, D.C. this year. Um, and it is world-class teaching from some of the, the greatest communicators and pastors, um, world-class worship. But it's a great opportunity because the conference itself is for 18 to 25-year-olds. They encourage and invite high school seniors to be a part of it, but it's really for college students um, and young adults. But they encourage high school students, seniors, to be a part of it so that they can see what is to come. Um, and it is one of those opportunities where there was 40,000 18 to 25-year-olds at all four of these locations. Um, and we had the opportunity to show our seniors that when you head off into the next season of life, there are still people who believe deeply that the person of Jesus Christ is real and they're committed to following him. Um, one of the cool things I had is in one of the conversations, one of our students said, Ryan, I love to be a part of this. Um, she's currently um, at Kent State. She goes, I don't have the opportunity to see this on a regular basis. I feel like it's me and my 12 friends are the only believers um, on the entire campus. And she goes, it's great to be a part of something like this so that I am confident as I'm heading back into my campus, we can start a fire that ignites this college or this community towards Jesus. And so as you think ahead, it's something that as long as I am leading this high school ministry, we will continue to do. And so I would, I would encourage you, whatever, whatever it takes to push your student in that direction, I would encourage you to do that because it's one of those moments where they look ahead to the next season of life and they go, I'm going to walk into college knowing that Jesus is real and I'm going to continue to pursue him in a season of life where a lot of students say, I'm walking away from my faith and they will never return again. And so that was one of the, one of the biggest experiences we had. It was absolutely awesome. And so those are some of the things that happened this, this yeah, fall. Yeah, I, uh, I got to be a guest speaker. They called, Passion called me. Lou Giglio gave me a call. Huh. So they must have lost that feed because I didn't see it. I was totally there. So everybody said I did a great job. Um, I've talked to me and my buddy, Matt Chandler, like mm -hmm. we spoke, and it was a lot of fun. Oh. So, you know, we're just buddy-buddy, hang out. Anyways, um, no, for fall for middle school, we had a great fall. Um, we also saw an increase in the number of students that are involved in small groups. Um, we had a, a really awesome kind of a, a wave of, of new small group leaders um, who jumped in. And it was really kind of this crazy thing for me because some of these leaders who jumped in, um, now I had them whenever they were in middle school. And so I've now, I am like, it's so fun for me, like, that I've been here long enough now to kind of, like, pull them back in. And it's like, hey, you want to come back to middle school? I know that, like, you're in college now, but, hey, come back in because of the things. And it's really awesome to hear their stories um, of just how Jesus just broke into their lives and just, just totally rescued them. Um, and now they see the value of, of student ministry and of the importance of, man, we need to be pointing these other, these now, these younger generations towards Jesus. And they are so willing to jump back in and to then pour out um, and how they were poured into and just seeing that kind of cycle through. Like, I'm excited now even for the next, for like year six, seven, eight, nine that I'm here that we get to see students just cycle back through understanding the importance of student ministry and of pointing people to Jesus and just getting to see that kind of multiply in that way. Um, I just feel like that's, we're kind of on the cusp of that season and it's fun for me. Um, we also had our, um, it was more of a fall retreat for us instead of winter. Uh, we went early this year actually, yeah. like the first weekend in October uh, that we were able to go to Ruach um, or stands for Are You Okay? Just kind of a, a check-in, um, a, a weekend retreat for middle school students we had about 80 students um, show up and go to that, and it was just a blast. Uh, we got to go. We went to a new camp 
this year. Um, it's called Camp McPherson. Um, there's a gigantic hill to get up to where we have like our worship sessions and like our meeting times. Um, and so my calves were burning by the end of the weekend. And I realized that I was not as in shape as I had hoped that, that I was. So, which I feel like is just going to happen it as I get older. happens to all of us. Does that happen? Like, yeah. you're on the other side of 30. Is that how that is like? Is what so far. Okay, I just wanted to double check. So, no, no, um, don't worry. I'll be there soon. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was, it was a blast. Um, honestly, the biggest win from our retreat season um, is the time that our small group leaders get to spend with their small group students. Like, there is just something about going, getting out of your normal routine, and getting away, and just being able to worship together, to read God's word together, um, and just to be listening to the Holy Spirit and how he's speaking to us, how he's speaking to our students. Probably one of the, one of the coolest stories that came out of um, Ruach was the fact that we had one young student, um, a, uh, a sixth-grade boy, or, yes, yeah, sixth-grade boy, um, he did not know Jesus, um, but he showed up. He, was the, he went to Ruach with us, and at the end of Saturday evening, there wasn't, like, an altar call or any type of push or any, like, it was just like, hey, we believe that if students are going to respond to God, we need to give them space to do that. Uh, and so after the message and kind of a time of worship, we do this thing called 20 Minutes, where we send students out, like, it's dark out, but the, the stars are out, and it was an absolutely gorgeous night that we're just kind of on top of this hill, and we say, hey, go and sit by yourself and respond, like, and just talk to God in the way that you feel led in this moment, and just, like, with no prompting, with no kind of background, we had this one sixth grade student who comes back, and he's like, hey, like, I just talked to God, and I realized just through, pre like, through this prayer, through him prompting me, like, that I need him, and he gave his life to Jesus right then and there, just, like, in that 20 minutes, and, and came back, like, already even understanding, like, I need to get baptized, and I need, and I want to, I want to live my life for Jesus, and, like, seeing that, like, I, sometimes I feel like in student ministry, there's this fear of, like, I don't, I don't want to push too hard as a leader. I, I hope that the emotional kind of side of things in a, in a retreat or a, or a, a trip-type atmosphere isn't the thing that's driving this decision, and it was just so amazing to see, like, yes, the Holy Spirit is speaking to our students, um, and they are responding. And it was just such an awesome thing. Like, I could cry uh, just thinking about how amazing this is and just how, man, how our students, they need something more. They need Jesus. They need more than just sitting in front of their phones. They need, they need more than just fake interactions, and they need more than just stuff. Like, they need Jesus, and it is so awesome to see students respond to him um, and to realize that and for them to be called, and it, man, it just blew my mind, and it's just praise God, so that is just fun to be a part of, because um, we're seeing stories like that just year after year, and it's awesome, and so that was kind of our big highlight for the fall. Um, we also started up community groups as well, kind of a soft launch for that. We had a, a Glen Oak group area that started up, um, and then about midway through semester, we had about one or two that met um, in the green area, and then we also um, are having our lake ones start up here uh, this month, actually, and so I'll, I'll chat a little bit more about that in a second, but um, I think the other thing that we wanted to do before we got into that is just a reminder of our socials, um, kind of how you guys get communication updates. If you are not um, aware, there are kind of three main ways that we communicate um, with you as parents, the first one being our newsletter. Um, that goes out once a month. Um, the January newsletter hasn't gone out yet, so if you haven't gotten it, don't worry. We didn't, like, kick you off the list or anything. Um, <clears throat> but we send stuff out via um, newsletter. We have a Remind um, account for both middle school and high school. Um, I don't have the numbers right off the top of my head. It's in my phone. So if you would like to sign up for that, um, come and talk to me. But that's a texting service that we have that where it's just like, hey, last-minute information, we send that out. Um, it goes out in a mass text to everybody that's signed up. Um, and so if you need to get signed up for that, you can come and talk to us, and we'll get you on that. Or you can send us an email um, at gsm at thechapel.life, and, uh, and Ramona will help you with the codes and make sure that you uh, figure out how to get all signed up for that. So on top of Remind, um, we also have Instagram and Facebook. And those are kind of the other kind of more medium, like, up, like this week, this is what's happening. Yeah. So Instagram is really for students. Um, it's based more towards them. Um, and Facebook is for you as parents uh, where we get to post information and updates. And I don't know anybody under the age of 18 who's on Facebook still. I don't think I've really met anyone. No. 
I don't accept those friend requests. <laughs> so, so if if you ever want to reach out to us, the, I think the fastest and best way and easiest way to remember is gsm at thechapel.life um, or any of those social media. Just ter- uh, on Facebook or Instagram, search Green Student Ministries, and it'll connect you with us if you can't get a hold of us any other way. But, um, and the GSM email, that goes to all three of us. Mm-hmm. So all three of us see it, and then whoever needs to respond to that will we'll do that. Yeah. So, so if you're like, hey, I want to stay in the loop, please talk to Adam or myself, and we can connect you to that. That remind, I, if, if you have a cell phone, which a lot of us do, um, I would encourage you to talk to Adam or, or, or myself to get that code for middle school announcements and for high school announcements because mm-hmm. it comes directly to you, so it's right there. You can communicate back to us, uh, and, and that means if you want to, but yep. it's just a great way um, to stay in the loop, and it's the, it's the easiest place to just see it and, and, and know the information's coming yep. out. And so. Ramona is in the back as well. She can take your email down if you need to be on the newsletter, yep. so she can get that done. Um, yeah, what's next? Um, perfect. Yeah, so let's talk again just really fast about um, community groups. So this is, again, this is a new thing for middle school. Um, high school has been running community groups. They're, they look a little bit different. Um, so community groups for um, middle school happen on Fridays. And for your area, there's typically two of them a month. Um, and so in the back, there are, there are schedules like this. So there's a, a lake, a Glen Oak, and a, a green um, calendar. And so that is like for the whole year um, and what's happening there. So really the biggest thing is right now we are trying to, to launch um, a community group in Lake. Um, and, and what I'm really looking for is we are still in need of a host home. We're in need of a host home. Technically our first meeting isn't until February 1st, but if you live in the Lake area and you think that you could like put out some chips and, and have like 30 middle school students in your basement uh, or over to your house, uh, I promise we will be gentle, and we will, not, we will not break that many things. No, we won't break anything. Um, this is an opportunity for you just to serve, to jump in, um, to be uh, a host home leader, to have students over to your house. Um, and this is, for us, for middle school, community group is outreach. Like, we are just trying to say we want less than 50% of the, of the students that are there, we want less than 50% of them to be kids from GSM. We want them to be inviting their friends. These are for unchurched. It is just, we're just hanging out, playing games, eating snacks, and getting to know each other. Um, and then from there, it's an easy say, hey, do you want to come to Wallapalooza with me? Do you want to come to this with me? Do you want to come to, like, and, it, and from there, through those relationships, we're able to bring students in. And those happen um, typically twice a month on Fridays. Uh, and so, and if you want, we've got schedules out there. If you have any more questions or whatever, um, those are out there. We've also got addresses. Um, and, but all you have to do is just email us, and we'll get the address to you uh, as well. So, but we are still looking for the Lake Host Home. Yeah, and then high, high school community groups um, are a little bit different. Uh, they take place of our Wednesday midnight programming here. We don't have anything for high school students here during midweek. We go out into the communities. And so um, this, this semester, we're going to be in four different communities. We're going to be in Uniontown, Green, Hartville, and North Canton. And so um, those are going to be on rotation, and we'll send out that, that schedule for, um, for the, the upcoming semester with that newsletter. This week is going to be a Hartville one. It's at the West Falls home, if you're familiar with them. But really, it's the same, same kind of idea where we hope that our students will look at their friends and say, hey, come and be a part of this, because um, whether we like to admit it or not, there's a stigma for those who are unchurched about the building in which the church meets in, where they go, I cannot enter into those doors. And so what we want to do is give our students um, and their friends an opportunity to interact and engage with the local church outside of the building in which the church meets in, in a comfortable home setting. And so if you, just like Adam said, if you have a home that you go, I think it could, about 30 kids could somewhat comfortably hang out here, um, I would encourage you to talk to Adam or myself. There's something about um, about having a student um, to say, hey, come to my house. Um, or, hey, you know, you know, Billy, we're going to his house to hang out tonight. Um, one of the things that I loved is, as we've done these community groups, is the different groups of people that show up to houses simply because a student is saying, hey, come to my house. Or, hey, we're going to um, Erica's house tonight. And so if you find yourself in that position where you go, I would love to do that, or if you find yourself in a position where you go, hey, Ryan, we live in Coventry, or we live in Jackson, or we live in Plain Township, or we live in Medina. I don't know what it is. And we would like to do this. I would like to start this. My my daughter or my son has some friends that they want to invest in. 
Um, can you help us start that? I would love to talk through that with you. It's my hope that as we get down the road 100 years from now that we have a community well, group. While we're all still alive. Right. Uh, that, that, the, that your great-grandchildren are feeling the benefits of yes. it. Um, that 100 years from now, there's a community group happening um, every other week in every community that we serve. Um, and so for high school alone, I ran the numbers and, and counted a rough number. We have between 20 and 25 different high schools represented in here. Uh, on any given Sunday. And so I would love to know that down the road, we have 20 to 25 different community groups happening in all of our surrounding areas. And so if you say, hey, my son or my daughter does not, it does, we don't live in that community, let's start a community group there. I would love to chat with you about that um, and get that moving so that, that, that your, um, your child's friends who are not connected to a church can be connected to the local church. And so that's our hope for community groups. Yeah, and uh, just a quick kind of reminder that small groups um, are starting back up uh, this week. So with midweek and everything kicking off here at the church, um, at least for, for middle school, our Wednesday night groups will start on Wednesday. Um, and then our Sunday night groups do not start tonight, but they will start next Sunday. And all high school groups will um, they're, will resume ne starting next week. Um, reach out to your, your, your child's small group leader for specifics and everything like that. But um, the plan is to launch those um, up again next week. Yeah. And so um, I know we talked about potential host homes for community groups, but uh, just kind of in the vein of, of serving mm. uh, potential opportunities there. Right now, um, we, are, we are looking for actually right now for our Wednesday night sixth grade boys group. We're looking for two um, men who could, who could jump in and step in. Um, and, and lead there. So the, uh, the, two, the two guys that, that led um, had, had done a fantastic job, um, and they felt called away uh, to another church. And so um, we encouraged them to, to do that, and, and it was just good, a good conversation, and it was, good, it was a good thing. Um, and so I'm confident that, um, that God will bring small group leaders in. Um, there's a couple people that I'm talking to, but if that's like something where this morning it's just like, man, I've been kind of waiting for a prompting or something like, if that's you, talk to me. Um, because I, I think that if, if sixth grade guys on Wednesday night, if that is something that you think that you can do, uh, like if your family's already here on Wednesday night uh, and you just are kind of like wandering the building, <laughs> um, man, I would love to talk to you. Uh, because six, these sixth grade guys, they need um, just continued leadership um, from men who love Jesus. Mm. Uh, really like, I want, I want, we always want for our small group leaders men and women that we can point students to to say, hey, live like they do. Uh, and so I know that's kind of, that's kind of terrifying to yeah. think about, but the cool thing is that you only have to be one step ahead to lead, yeah. uh, and, and I think that God can use you. And, so. and I want to speak to that just really fast because small groups are something that Adam and I are incredibly passionate about. Um, but one of the things that we notice, um, and I love this moment when I get to call out all the, all the dads and men in the room because I fall into that category myself, um, and I look forward to the day where Finley, if, 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 if I have the opportunity, um, so my oldest daughter turned four today, and I know that there is a short, in a short season of life, she's going to find herself in middle school, and I want an opportunity, if God provides that, to be the sixth grade male, the guy's small group leader, so that I can be influencing, so that I can be pushing the boys that will become men one day who will have a serious relationship with my daughter, I want to push them in the right direction. Because I know that those sixth grade boys will, in fact, influence my daughter at some point. Lord have mercy. They may even date her one day. Um, have mercy on you or the boys? All of them. That date Everything. Them. Okay. There's also the reality, my, and I, my daughter's not allowed to date till she's married, and so there's a reality that those boys will date my daughter's friends. That's the reality of the situation. And so if you're a dad in this room and you go, well, I've got a daughter who's in seventh grade, or I've got a daughter who's, a, who, who's going to be a freshman next year, or I've got a daughter who's in sixth grade, hey, dads, come alongside your daughters and say, I love you so much that I'm going to influence and I'm going to pour in to the, to the young men who will influence you. And so there's no, like, as a dad, there is nothing that, that, excites me more than the opportunity to know that I can influence my daughter without directly having a conversation with her. And so if you're in this room and you go, man, that I, I care deeply about my child, and I think all of you do, I believe that, come alongside them and influence um, their friends and those people that they're going to do life with. And so um, and the other, the, the other piece of this is we find that when it's recruiting season, 
ladies, you come out of the woodworks. You're like, I want to influence. I want to influence ladies. I want to influence the young, the, the young women of, of GSM. And we find ourselves. We had more than enough. More than more, enough. Yeah. And we find ourselves short with some of the guys. Yeah. Um, and I know that it can be hard. Like guys, we like to do stuff while we interact, and it's really sometimes uncomfortable to sit in a circle and stare. At, I can't even imagine staring into the eyes of sixth grade boys. Um, do you think they're sitting still? The only, yeah, right, right, right. That's the worst. The, the second worst is freshman guys. Um, where you're sitting, you go, I'm responsible to lead these guys. But there's something powerful that when you step up and you say, hey, I feel God's calling me to this, the Holy Spirit comes alive in us and does a work in and through us that influences those. And they, those sixth graders become eighth graders, and those conversations become better. And then they dip down into freshman year, and it kind of takes off again. But then they become seniors, and you look around and you go, wow, like we've come a really long way. And so, man, I challenge you to step up. If you know somebody who's not here, who wasn't able to make it, who maybe isn't a parent of a child in middle school or high school, but you go, man, they would be a spectacular small group leader, plant that seed for us. Mm. Plant that seed for us and just speak into them what you see in them. Maybe you're sitting there right now and you go, that's my husband or that's my wife. I encourage you to do that um, because it's, it's pushing our students in the direction of Jesus. Mm. And so that's my challenge for the men and the dads in the room. Yeah, man. Um, so we also want to talk and speak to uh, our winter events that are coming up for both middle school and high school. Um, for middle school, um, you guys have probably already heard about this. Hopefully, I know a lot of you have already signed your students up. Uh, winter Wallapalooza this year, January 25th. Um, we have handouts uh, in the back, um, and I'm going to have a ton more in the middle school room today as well. I'm probably out by the check-in table. Um, but it is $45. Um, it is 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. It is all night, no sleep, nonstop. It is a ton of fun, um, and I always am so exhausted Dude, by the time. These are the moments when I love high school ministry because we don't do this kind no, of no, no. spectacular. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. Um, and also, this, is, this may sound ridiculous, but if you are interested in maybe next year or like we're talking about small group leader, all that kind of a thing, and you're like, you know, maybe I, maybe I could do that. Like, honestly, if you say maybe I should see if I can survive Wallapalooza, because this is legitimately the most taxing and exhausting thing that a leader will do um, during the year. I will pull no punches. Um, that if, like, if you can do Wallapalooza, you can be a small group leader. I'm serious. You can survive it. Yeah, if you can. If you, if you walk you make away it alive. Out alive, maybe it's for you. Um, like it is, it's a great time. But the biggest thing too for Wallapalooza is that we want your students inviting friends. Um, this is again, it is another opportunity for for maybe kids who do not know Jesus for for who have they have no concept or positive concept of what the church is or what it does or what it even like why it exists. Um, for them to show up and we can just get to know them. And if, if a student walks away from this place and say, you know what, I have now in my back pocket one positive, great experience with church people, that could change the way that they respond to a different type of invitation or, or another ask later on down the road. Um, just because you grow up in families that church is not a part of your daily life mm. or, or it's not a positive part of life uh, or they just have bad experiences or their parents have been burned, um, anything like that. And if we can just give a student a positive experience with the, with the church, um, I, think that, I think that we can begin a conversation and just build relationships in more meaningful ways. Uh, and so that's really what Wallapalooza is for. Like, it is fun and crazy and nuts, but I tell leaders, they are honed in all night on students who do not go here especially. Uh, and just like, man, who are you? What are you about? Like, let me get to know you. Let's, let's, let's start a relationship. Let's, wait, why don't you come back? On Sunday, why don't you come? Why don't you come to community group? Why don't you come be a part of this? Why don't you come for summer? Like, and it's just an awesome gateway uh, into conversations and into relationships with students. So that is that's Wallapalooza. We got handouts, information in the back. Please take as many of those as you need to pass out to as many people as you would like. So, Wallapalooza, and then for high school. Yeah. So we started a brand new event last year called the Odyssey. Um, and for those of you who are familiar with it, it feels a lot like the show The Amazing Race. And so last year we started out here, um, had teams of six students with one adult driver. A lot of you were drivers, and you can speak to how fun it was. Um, but we started here, and then what students do is they get a clue that sends them to a location where they have to complete a puzzle or a riddle or something that then gives them a new location. And so it's like a, it's like a 
big old scavenger hunt um, where they go. And so last year we went up to Cleveland, stayed the night at an embassy suites there, and then continued the next day. And students came away just like just jacked and a lot of fun. And this is our big event of the year where we want to encourage our students to invite their friends to be a part of this who aren't from the church. This is a big outreach event. It's really fun. It's a great opportunity for students to say, hey, we're going to stay in a hotel um, and we don't know exactly where we're going, uh, but it's going to be a, a, a lot of fun. And so um, that is something that happens. Um, it's going to be the 1st and 2nd of March uh, for our high school students. Registration opens today for that. And if you sign up today, you get $10 off uh, the, the, the price of $99. And that just covers um, the hotel and just all the different pieces of that. Um, but I would encourage you to invite your student to think about who from school or who from the neighborhood or who from a team or who from um, their whatever they do in their life to, to be a part of this. Um, this is, it's our hope that we get students um, in a, a, a vehicle with, uh, with, with students that we don't know. Um, it's the hope that every student says, I'm bringing two friends, and that's going to be my team, and I'm going to make sure that they're comfortable and having fun. This isn't the thing where we want students to go, hey, my best friend's from the church. We're going to create the team. And so that's coming up March 1st and 2nd. Today only is that early registration. We won't even talk to, uh, we'll briefly mention it to students, but then since it's still in March, we won't talk about it for the next couple weeks, but that's coming up. Um, if you also go, hey, I have a van or an SUV that has uh, at least seven seatbelts, and you go, that sounds fun. I'd like to be a part of that and drive students around and make sure that they're safe. Um, if you're like me, you're convinced you're the best driver in the room. Um, and so I would encourage you, hey, let's, let's chat through that um, if you uh, have your, find yourself with a van or an SUV and you would be willing to drive and, and host uh, six students for that event. Cool. Um, and Brian, why don't, you, why don't you cast a little vision for us for, for summertime? Yeah. <clears throat> so this year in, in high school, we're doing something that we, since I have been here, have never done. Um, and it scares me a little bit because I know that it's going to attract a certain demographic of students and may not attract another. But I really feel it's where God's calling us. And so this year, instead of doing a big conference or camp type kind of thing, um, I want our students to really focus on contributing this summer and not consuming. Uh, and so we have three different things that we're focusing on, some local, all with a, with a missions mindset, looking to um, give, uh, give God the opportunity to use us and use our hearts to grow his kingdom. And so the first thing we're going to do uh, is we are partnering with Camp Carl for a week where we're encouraging our students to be a part of the work crew camp uh, where they will go to Camp Carl simply as a servant. Um, and so that's the first one. We're actually going to send our students out there the, uh, during the weekend when we're pushing a lot of middle school students from um, GSM to be a part of that Camp Carl weekend. Or I'm sorry, that week. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is we're partnering with a church in Mississippi called Mosaic Church where a good friend of mine uh, pastors that church. We're going to go down to Mississippi and we're going to serve that community um, in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And some of the things we're doing are still being determined, but I know that there's a, a really large uh, military retirement community there that we want to go serve. Um, there's a lot of things happening um, with Habitat and they're still, believe it or not, still feeling the effects there from Katrina. And so we want to go serve there. Um, one of the other things that we're going to do while we're down there is go into uh, New Orleans and do a prayer walk around the city. I had the opportunity a couple summers ago to go um, to visit with my with my friend and his family, and I was so excited to go, go to New Orleans, and it, there was something um, that I've never felt, that when I, when I got into the city, I felt a darkness, just a presence that, that was, it was, it was odd, um, and, and Knowing that New Orleans, you know, history with, with voodoo and just different things like that. I was talking to Brandon, my buddy, afterwards, and he said, you know what, Ryan? You're not the first person to say that. A lot of people say that, and they said that they, there, there are some people that he knows that have been there, and they've also been to some of the concentration camps um, from World War II, and they said they felt that same presence in both of those places. And so it's my hope that we can, that we can push that presence out, um, that we can call upon a God who is the light of this world, who can push that darkness out and bring revival um, to that area uh, through Mosaic Church, but also through the local churches that are there. So we're going to be going down to Mississippi for a week um, in June to 
serve with that church, and then we are going to be going back to Mexico this summer um, in July to serve uh, the people of the Yucatan and of Ichmul and the surrounding villages. We went last year, and it was just spectacular to see what God's doing in and through our students. And so um, those are our three focuses this year. Um, we will have a, uh, for each one, what we'll do is there's going to be limited spots for each one. We'll announce when that registration um, is open. But the big piece of that, um, the other reason I think that God may be calling this is we know that, that life can get expensive. Um, and being a part, you want your students to be a part of these. And so I wanted to look for an opportunity in the summer to try my best to relieve a little bit of that financial burden. And while these trips are more expensive because they're mission-oriented and where the travel is a little bit further, um, it's my, my, my hope that you would say, hey, I want my student to be a part of this, but we are just going to pay the $100 deposit for it, and then we're going to write support letters, and we're going to seek God's will um, and him showing us that he wants us to be a part of this. And so um, that's one thing we'll talk about more as we have specific meetings for each uh, of those mission um, driven events that we're doing, but just wanted to give you a heads up. Those dates are set. Um, I think they're up there. Yeah, so the local at Camp Carl is going to be June 23rd through the 28th. We are going to be heading to Mississippi the 8th through the 14th of June, um, and then we are going to be doing Mexico July 20th to 26th. Um, the, Camp, the Camp Carl trip is $250. The uh, Mississippi trip, we're still landing on what that is going to cost. Um, it's one of those things where it's, it, I think it's wiser. While it's more expensive, it's wiser and it's safer to fly there as opposed to get in the car and drive for 16 to 20 hours. Um, and so we're still navigating what that, those costs will be. But I would say that's going to be around six to $800. And then the Mexico trip is, is right around $1,400. And so um, while those may be big numbers, here's what I encourage you to do. Send those letters and then let God show you that he is calling you or your student to be a part of those as, as others support in those trips. Are you expecting students to be a part of every single one of those trips this summer? No. So the hope is that we pack out all of those. Um, but I will only... My, my, it's my hope that students will only be a part of one uh, one of those trips uh, unless they go, Ryan, I really I feel called and, and God is, is uh, you know, I've, I've been working a job and saving money so that I can do these things. And so the hope is that students will say, hey, God, which one, which trip are you calling me to? And they will pursue that one um, for the primary focus of their summer as we uh, contribute into the kingdom. Boom. So for middle school this summer, things this summer for middle school are going to look a little bit different, um, actually a lot of bit different than what they have in the past couple of summers. So the past few summers, we have gone to mix, um, and it has been absolutely spectacular, um, and I have loved it. Uh, but along the same lines as Ryan um, and high school ministry, I think even just in general across the board at for GSM, we, we have continued to feel this push and this call towards, hey, instead of us consuming for the summer, how do we continue to push students to be um, ones who give their lives away, to be ones who learn to serve um, and to be able to, to find it in their hearts and to just continue to be called towards giving and service. And become those kingdom workers yeah, that and we're pushing be, Yeah, towards. exactly. And so um, I think that's an element that we have almost even been kind of low on. Um, in the past couple years, and we just, man, we just been praying through. Man, how do we, how do we jumpstart this? What, what can we do, God? Where would you lead us and call us um, to push students to be kingdom workers um, outside the walls? And it's not just about like, hey, let's do this for us. Uh, and so we are going to be taking a break from mix this summer for middle school. And I know that for some of your students um, who are seventh graders going to eighth grade, like this can be my last year at mix. That that can be heartbreaking. Um, however, there is an alternative, um, and what we are doing, I would love for those 7th to 8th graders, like those students that are going to be leaders this next year, to be the first ones on board and excited about what we're doing this summer. Um, and so the, kind of the, one of the main things that we are doing, um, we are going to be doing a local um, service weekend. Uh, where we are still kind of putting together details and information for that, but we are looking at kind of a Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, type event where we will be serving locally 
in the Canton, North Canton area, um, probably staying on campus, potentially at Malone, um, and where everything that we are doing is derived, um, trying to get students there with their small group leaders, so they're getting key time with their small group leaders, um, and just awesome relationship development there, um, but that they would be serving alongside one another um, in the local area, seeing needs, um, giving away their time, giving away um, their part of their summer um, in order to see the kingdom expanded and built and just to serve people. Uh, and so we want to help teach students what that looks like. And so I'm excited for, for what that's going to be. The plan is that is early June. Um, we are still in talks with housing and all these other things. So we will have more information on that as soon as we possibly can. Um, but I think we have a slide just for that. This was earlier. Uh, but um, yeah, early June, um, probably the first or second weekend. Uh, and then also um, it should be low cost. So we were trying to do this for as cheap as we possibly can, um, probably for just like less than $100, hopefully. So that cuts to from what is typically expected of whenever we go to mix, hey, that's like $300. Um, we're going we're gonna to bring that back down um, so that way we can just continue to encourage max capacity. This also does a really awesome thing for incoming sixth graders where a lot of the times incoming sixth graders can be nervous about, hey, we're going really far away, we're going to Cedarville, like that can be, it can be scary for sixth graders who've never been away from home, uh, and this just gives them uh, a time to say, hey, we're not going that far away, this is a great on-ramp for you as an incoming sixth grader to be a part of GSM, and then to really catch the vision of what we're all about. Uh, and so, yeah, so I'm excited for that, and we'll have, we'll have more information and details uh, on what that's gonna look like and one thing to keep in mind as you look ahead to summer, this is this is the, the moment maybe where you're just realizing this because it just hit me. If you have an eighth grader, they will come on high school trips. Yes. If you have, if you are, I'm here and I have middle school and high school, but you also have a fifth grader, they will join middle school at the beginning of the summer. And so as you're even just thinking ahead, you go, oh my goodness, I have an eighth grader. That means that they will, those will be the options that they have of those trips. Or that means that, it, you know, my, my child may want to go to Mississippi, and so as a parent, I have to figure out how to pray through that and, and, and get there. The other thing, if, so one of the things I want to just challenge you, and we, we experienced this last year in Mexico, you might be sitting here and going, man, like, I know that my child wants to go to Mexico, but they're going to be a freshman, or they're going to be a sophomore, and I don't know that I'm ready to send them there yet. I would encourage you um, to hear them out, hear why they want to go, and then if you are still nervous about sending them, come along with us. Um, this year, we um, are going to be taking, uh, we've gotten approval for 44 um, people for the high school trip, um, and it's going to be a big trip, but we need parents and we need small group leaders and, and, and adults who say, hey, I want to go along with my child, I want to go along with my son or daughter to be a part of this because I'm still not ready to send them off to a a new country all by themselves. Um, and that's the other reason we're doing Mexico is because some parents go, hey, I am not going to Mexico. I do not feel called there. And if I am not going, my child is not going. And so we want to still give them an opportunity mm -hmm. to serve uh, the, the God's kingdom in that. And so um, if you want to be a part of those, talk to Adam or I. If you mm -hmm. go, hey, I'm a teacher and my summer's completely off and I would love to help Adam plan and work through that and, and lead that. Or I would love to go to to, to Mississippi, or I would love to serve out at Camp Carl, whatever it is, please talk to us and let us know that, um, because we we can't do this without you. Yep, and so the, the alternative to Mix is twofold. Um, so we will have this kind of service uh, weekend that we are, we're pushing students towards, because we think, one, this accomplishes two things for us. It gives us valuable time for students to be with their small group leaders, um, but also, again, it has that serving element where we are, we are out, we are, we are learning how to be kingdom workers, we are learning how to give our lives away um, to be servants to others. Uh, and so then the other kind of half of the alternative is that 23rd through 28th of June, um, we are going to be encouraging students, hey, if you still are, are wanting that summer camp experience, um, we are pushing students to sign up to go to Camp Carl that week. Mm. Um, and so we think Camp Carl has done a fantastic job um, with students like just year after year. Um, and we want to encourage you as parents to say, hey, if we are looking for that camp experience, that your student, if they're like, man, I, I, I need camp this summer, um, that to push them to there. I will be out there during that week, just kind of out and about. Um, I'm going to try and grab some small group leaders and encourage some of them um, to just kind of maybe pop out there um, during the week 
uh, and, and just to be present um, and to spend some time maybe in, during free time or at meal times with students. Um, and the nice thing is that while we're out there as well, again, we're pushing high schoolers to do crew for that week. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing is that um, the ones that are actually kind of serving the middle school students that are out there that week will be their older kind of counterpart from here, which will be an interesting dynamic that we've never seen before, um, but kind of a cool thing because they don't. there's not a lot of crossover between our rooms um, as of right now. And so, and the reason that actually is, is we used to do all GSM in here, but we have grown so large in both rooms that we actually cannot fit all of the students in this room, um, which is like totally awesome. So praise God for that. So awesome. we're, we're excited. Um, but if you have questions about Camp Carl or the local service trip, again, you can email us at gsm at thechapel.life. Um, and we will help answer any questions you have for that. Um, Tom Sullivan, the director of Camp Carl, is going to be here um, the, the Sunday morning after Wallapalooza. I believe that's the 27th of January, kind of talking through Camp Carl to our middle school students um, and, and just casting vision for that, too. So if you have any questions um, and you really want to talk to him, he will actually be here um, on that Sunday. Yeah. So I think other than that, I think that's really everything that we have. We want to – does anybody have – I have one last one thing. last thing. Yeah. So, uh, parents, you can look at like I just want to encourage you and reiterate as you look at what's coming up um, for high school. I would say a little bit more for for than middle school, but you can look and say, hey, I've got three children, or I've got four children, and these these costs start to add up. Um, we want to encourage you. We want your student to be a part of every event that they can be. Um, but we also understand that sometimes God is not calling us to every single event that happens. And so if that's the position you're in, um, we want to support you in that. But <clears throat> the other thing we want to encourage is if you find yourself or if maybe there's a family that you know that you, they, they say or you say, hey, we want to send our students on these things, but we just can't. We can't afford the full price or we can't afford the, 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 the total cost. We never want a student to say, hey, I really want to be a part of this trip, and the only thing that's holding me back is the finances of it. And so just know that if there's a family, like, you know, the, the hard thing about that is a lot of times we just see those who sign up, and we just go, okay, we got the, kid, the, the students that signed up that want to go, and just everybody that didn't sign up didn't want to go or just didn't work out the, with the dates. But we know that there are some students who go, man, I wanted to go. I was clear that week or that weekend, but the finances just weren't there. Things are tight right now. Please let us know. We would love to, to work with you and help you or help those families. I think the other thing, too, with that is maybe you're in here and you go, you know what? God has blessed us in incredible ways, and I want to sponsor a student. Like, I want to I help my student's friend go to Wallapalooza or go to the Odyssey or be a part of something that's happening. Um, hey, we would love to see you do that as well. Um, we know that there's, there's a lot of you in here that have done that in the past. Um, who have just said, hey, I want to send four kids to camp and just blessed this ministry in an incredible way. If that's you as well, um, thank you, and we would love to see you continue to do that. Um, so just continue to talk with us. Let us know um, where you're at, um, if your students want to be a part of it, or if you know students that can't be a part of it, um, <coughs> um, please let us know. So. Boom. Yeah, yeah any, uh, let's open up. Any questions? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to the, the website, to the high school page, all the way at the bottom, um, it talks about small groups, community groups. Um, it says the Odyssey at the bottom. There's a link to register there. I can help you find it. But if you go to our, our website, sometimes a little hard to navigate because it's not just an easy way. Um, I think also if you go to the website and type in the Odyssey, it may take you there as well. If you have trouble with that, please let me know, mm -hmm. and we can definitely help you help you find that. Same for Wallapalooza signups. If you're having trouble with that, you can. I think you can, on the main page, I think you can just search Wallapalooza. Um, if you need help spelling that, you can send us an email, and then we'll probably just get you signed up that way. Yeah. So, or, and so. here's the other thing, too. At, if, if you find yourself saying, hey, I want to sign up today, you forget about it, and at 1030 tonight, you remember, oh, my goodness, or 1130 tonight, I, I wanted to sign up for that. You try and find it. Send us an email by midnight so that we can know, hey, you weren't able to find it or whatever, and we'll make sure that if we get that email by the end of the, by the, end of the day, we'll make sure that you get that price in. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I was – yeah. Yeah, so um, two things that we have. Um, so Marcy Vargo um, and her husband are taking a trip to Liberty University for a, a, um, 
a weekend where students um, can, who are uh, juniors and seniors who are looking at different potential colleges can go be a part of. Um, she's leading that trip. And so if you have a junior or a senior who is beginning that process or in the middle of that process of looking towards college and Liberty may be one that they're interested in or one that you want to encourage your student to check out, talk with her. She's going to be leading that group of students down there. Um, that's going to be on February 21st through the 24th. Um, she can give you all the information and details about that. Um, and then if you are a parent of a senior in this room, um, um, Dan Thompson sitting back there, um, he and Craig Palencius are leading an apologetics course, um, encouraging our students to learn and develop the skills and the biblical understanding of how to defend their faith as they're getting ready to look ahead to the next season of life. They're going to be doing an apologetics class at the 9 o'clock hour um, starting on January 20th. And so if you have questions or you want information about that, please speak with him um, before you leave today. Or if you're unable to catch him or Marcy about that, you can email us, GSM, and we'll connect you to their contact information so that you can um, know what's coming up with that Liberty trip and the apologetics course for our seniors. Any other questions? Yes. Sixth grade boys will still meet. Yeah, this Wednesday night. We will, I, I have a co-leader for my eighth grade guys, and so if, if I have to, um, I'll split off and, and hang out with the sixth grade guys on, uh, on Wednesday night for as long as I need to. So, I think that's, any other questions? Yes. Um, I will be going over summer in two weeks. So uh, whenever we have things locked down with uh, location and pricing and all that, we'll send that out with students, and then we'll send out an email um, and all that information whenever that happens. So. And then for high school students, we did a series right before Christmas um, talking about about giving back, um, about using the gifts that God has given us to influence the kingdom. And so we announced the locations of those. They didn't give a whole lot of specifics. We told them we'd be talking to you about those and those. But as specific meetings come available, we'll announce those. But students know, as long as they were in here um, for that series, they know that we're planning on going to Camp Carl, Mississippi, and Mexico this summer. Um, but no specifics around that. All right. Cool. Hey, if you have any other quite like if you want to talk to us, we're going to be up here um, for a little while afterwards before we kind of have to jet and, and make sure that we get everything ready to go. Um, I know that we need to, to set up in here. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you have a couple minutes um, and want to help us maybe break down tables, uh, that would be awesome and set up chairs. So because we've got 150 high schoolers coming in here. In yeah. Like 30 minutes. The last thing, if you know the par a parent that, you know, a friend or that's not here, um, please fill them in and let them know that if they have any questions, they can reach out to us. Um, the other thing, the last thing is please continue to interact with us. Um, this, this is one of those where we have a captive audience of parents and it only happens twice a year. But if you ever have questions, feel free to come into the environments and chat with us or reach out to us, whatever it might be. Uh, we want to partner with you and know what's going on in your lives. Um, so do that. And also a great place to connect um, for a lot of you is your students' small group leaders. They are informed on a lot of these things. And so create and develop a relationship with them because the reality is your child small group leader knows your child probably way better than than we do we know some students but there's no way to get to know all of them and so uh, please continue to to engage with us let us know if you have questions if you have ideas if god's calling you to serve or to offer up your home as a host home or your vehicle as a as a as a as a driver please let us know that and so i want to pray for us i want to pray for you and i want to pray for your students um, as we jump into this new year so bow your heads with me father god um, thank you thank you thank you um, for the students that are represented by this room and the room to our side and by these parents um, that we have the opportunity to serve and to lead in the direction of your son. And so, Father, it's my prayer that as we look ahead into the new year, um, Father, that we would be able to work together as parents and as pastors, um, as, as family and as friends, Lord, that we would be able to push these students in a direction where they find themselves secure in your son and they pursue you with their whole heart not just for this season of life, but this season of life and beyond. And so, God, thank you for these parents. Um, God, guard them and guide them as they are doing incredibly difficult work um, of parenting um, middle school and high school students. And so, God, we thank you for what you're doing. We're excited to see what you have planned for us. Um, continue to call us, Father, um, and I pray that we would just respond in just obedience to that. So thank you for who you are. Thank you for your love. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks, awesome. everybody, for coming.